My name is Dom, 8th generation Arizonan, activist, artist, and I've been working in the campaign world for over 10 years. I'm Senya. I'm an artist, activist, Chicana, and I've been involved in politics for over 10 years. We've both lived in Arizona for a long time. In Arizona, let's face it, we've, we've got, got issues. issues. Coming to you from an unprecedented failure in leadership, this is We've Got Issues. All right, so this week's tweet of the week, Caesar in the house says, Doctors Without Borders uh, operate in war-torn areas, failed states, countries where extreme poverty and disease are prevalent. And they just arrived in Arizona to care for the residents of Navajo Nation, while Doug Ducey is opening up the state. What does that say about us? Hashtag COVID-19. It says that we're a failed state, it looks like. Oh, thanks, Ducey. That's pretty much an understatement. Like, I've seen things go down, not just like in politics. I'm not the expert in politics here, but this is the kind of thing where you bring in sort of like a fixer, like a sort of a last resort Hail Mary type thing. And if you are down to your Hail Mary type thing, a lot of things are going wrong. And this tweet sums it up perfectly that all of these things are going wrong. And yet everything is opening up. This I don't I don't know. I can't fathom what the kind of blindness that this takes. Well, in our first read this, we're gonna address just that. Doctors Without Borders comes to the Southwest. They just started an aid effort in the Navajo Nation, their first ever in the United States. Doctors Without Borders is well equipped to handle low resource situations, which is the reality for the east side of Arizona at this moment. The Navajo Nation has the highest rate of infected per capita, topping out above New York City. Uh, for a population of over 170,000 people, they received only $600,000 in aid from the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security, or CARES Act, which is uh, roughly $3.53 per resident. Uh, Dom, what can you buy with $3.53? Uh, a burger? Is there a place you could buy a burger for $3.53? Only if it's like off of the dollar value I know, menu. I know you can't go to Walgreens and buy masks and gloves for $3.53. Yeah, uh... That's a predicament. <laughs> CBSN reports as of early May, the region has a higher coronavirus death rate than that of 46 states. The <sighs> new CBSN Originals documentary, Coronavirus in Navajo Nation, expresses the community's plight. You know, my family is from Navajo County, and it's frightening. Like, I still have, you know, my Nana lives there. It's yeah, I mean, there's some there's some places on the Navajo Nation that you have to travel 100 miles to get groceries and get fresh water. So yeah. social distancing is, is especially hard in places like this, despite it being a rural area. Yeah, my my uh, my family has to travel from Goncho Valley all the way to Sholo. Reopening without a plan. Trump's handling of the pandemic is the most profound and complete failure of presidential leadership in modern history, and it's left the rest of the country in an impossible bind. There are multiple existing and tested models from across the world. Trump is using, if I can't see it, it can't see me approach, and is instead doing nothing. Uh, the lockdown isn't supposed to be permanent. It was supposed to buy the government time to get their act together, but instead, they did nothing. Ducey is honestly following the Trump model. Doing nothing for too long and opening too soon, despite us not even meeting the White House's standards. The White House's standards. APS might be getting nervous. Three of five seats on the Arizona Corporation Commission, which regulates utilities and clean energy, are up for election this year. 
two of the worst candidates were just kicked off of the ballot, giving Democrats a solid chance at winning a majority. APS is one of the biggest dirty money political spenders each election season. And it's good news for us, the ratepayers, that two of the worst, most corrupt candidates were kicked off the ballot. Bye, Kim Owens. Bye, Boyd Dunn. Corporation Commission is supposed to regulate our power companies. Impossible because APS has been kept buying elections for themselves. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case this time. All right. On this week's Watch This... Uh, we'd like to premiere the trailer for part three of three of Resilience in the Desert. What was different is that in 2010, we were building power. And in 2020, we showed our power. I feel like we are ready for 2020. And we are ready as a community to govern in a different way. We're ready for a new day. Ten years after SB 1070, we have many victories, and even though the world is a dumpster fire, it is important for us to recognize the power we have hard fought for and the victories we have won. Senya, uh, would you like to say a little bit about this project? I mean, it was honestly a privilege to talk to some of the leadership from the past ten years. Uh, these are people who were on the front lines of fighting SB 1070 when before it was even signed into law. And they continue to be on the front lines on many of the issues that continue to affect our communities. And SB 1070 is still on the books. So they're, we're going to be here. They're going to be here. Yeah. And to get their take on what it was like to build that power and yeah. to continue the fight was amazing. Hopefully in a couple years, we'll make another documentary about how we got SB 1070 repealed because we have a better legislature and not a batshit crazy uh, governor. Yeah. All right. So now for our do this. We are going to fill out our census. So I've gotten all this mail reminding me to do my census. I got this postcard. It says it's not too late to respond to the census. Then I got this other one that's blue this time. And it says your response is required by law. And it, uh, now it is the time to respond. So that, you know, a little like more pressure. And I got this letter, more official looking. It tells me to shape my our future. I'm like into it. I'm into it. Let's open this, see what it says. You know. All right. I got this handy uh, letter opening sword over here. Uh, as Senya called it. Jesus Christ, please don't stab me. <laughs> I am told I can't stab Senya. Which, uh, I know. like my eyes. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I've never stabbed her before. I don't know why that seems like it's a concern. Uh, so this one is like more official. It has my census ID in it. So uh, it says, recently, you should have received instructions to complete your 2020 census questionnaire online. So the so the ID is so I can fill it out online. That's nice. That's nice. Let's see. Okay. And then... Uh, all right, now I got this other bigger envelope. They're getting bigger with it this time, right? So uh, your response is required by law. Uh, yeah, okay, so let's open this one, see what it says. They really um, are hammering on the law here, man. You know, it's in the Constitution. Like, honestly, like, there's not a ton in the Constitution, right? There's, like, it's a huge document. But as far as, like, laws, it doesn't have, you know, it, it, like... Of laws that are like things against the law, like piracy is the only thing, and it's not like stealing shit from online, you know. This is constitutional law 101 from uh, Professor Dominic Medina. Everybody. Yeah, street constitutional law. <laughs> 
right. So this one has two documents. Like this one is the frequently asked questions. Um, it claims that the most frequently asked questions question is what is the 2020 census? The goal of the census is to count every person living in the United States. Seems pretty clear. Pretty seems pretty clear. And I got the other blue document. It looks a lot like the first blue document. It's exactly like the first blue document. Is it in English and Spanish? Oh my god, it's in Spanish too! Yay, they're bilingual. That yes, makes they me are. happy. They are. They're multilingual, and uh, it's same thing. It's encouraging me to do it online, and uh, and it has my ID, so I can do it there. All right, now I got this bigger envelope. Bigger envelope. This is hefty. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's thicker. Um, it looks way more official. You know, it still says uh, that I have the opportunity to shape my future. I'm still into it. I'm still into it. Why did I wait so long to do it? You're asking. I don't know. Why'd you wait so long to do it? Don't you still need to do it? If you don't, well, good for you. You know, but if you do, it's not too late. Arizona has about a 50% response rate, Ooh. which is just a little bit under the national Damn, average. Yeah, this one has one... This is like a, I feel like I'm doing a box opening video. This has one, two, three, uh, four uh, documents and an envelope. It comes with an envelope. So, you know, there's uh, no postage necessary, so that's helpful, right? And it comes with... Um, I'm going to keep those away from you. It comes with some Friend. frequently asked questions, just like the last time. Same top frequently asked question that hasn't changed Is it yet. exactly the same one? No, it's smaller. Oh, okay. It, it's probably, it's, it seems like it's the same questions, but it's more compact. Ah. And then I got this, what is this? Uh, it looks like all the languages that you can, com it looks like all the languages that you can complete the census in. Yeah, yeah, So it's like, uh, it's English, all the different languages. Spanish, and, it, and it explains how Chinese, to go online Vietnamese, to fill it out online. Korean, Russian, yeah. Arabic. So, you know, we got that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we got this big packet. Which is how you fill it out by paper. So I got the first, my first opportunity to fill it out in paper. I'm a fan of filling things out in paper. Um, you nerd. You know, because of COVID nineteen, I finally signed up to uh, send in my ballot um, by uh, mail. By mail, but I didn't until now because I like filling out the paper. I like voting in person. So you know, but in this time, I'm not going to take the risk. I'm going to go vote at the polls, which is off topic. We're talking about census. Yeah, I we got can this talk paper. about voting by mail so one I got another the time. Paper gratification, right? You get to fill it. Smells <laughs> not great. It does not smell great. I don't recommend smelling it. Um, I mean, what does a ream of paper smell like? It smells like that. It smells like you know. It smells like democracy. Oh, it's hey, that's a slogan. This smells like shaping our future. All right. So census as uh, census department, you guys need to hire us next time. Oh yeah, dude, we're killing it on this messaging right here. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, I do not have all of those lovely little mail options. I think mine went directly into the circular file. So uh, <laughs> I have a lot of confidence. Here. Do you have your ID? You need your ID to fill it out. No, actually, I don't need my ID because the only thing that I need to do is go to census.gov. 2020census.gov. This says that you need this ID. No, I mean, there's an option to do it without mm -hmm. it. So I'm oh. going to hit this awesome little there button here that says respond. And when Wait, it loads. So you just hit the respond button. Yeah, you hit the respond button. Okay. So 2020census.gov. Then you go to like the first thing, fill out your census. And then it gives you a little green button. You hit the little green button. And here it goes. It says, welcome to the 2020 census. It gives us quit getting started. Gives us me the same inspirational, motivational, shape your future language. So that's Ooh. cool. Let's start the questionnaire. And the blue button. I do not have my 12 digit census ID because 
I ignored all of the lovely little notices that the census department has given us, but that's okay. That's fine. Because they've given me a lovely at not throwing away my mail. Uh, you're better at not checking your mailbox. <laughs> I checked it. That's how I got these. And I didn't throw any of them away. <laughs> okay. So I hit the lovely little, uh, I don't have my uh, census ID. Uh, let's fill this out by my address. So it's going to ask me a couple of little questions. And it's going to, it's asking me, where was I living on April 1st, 2020? So April 1st is kind of like this reference point for the census department, right? That's mm-hmm. just like an arbitrary, well, I don't know how arbitrary it actually is. There's probably some sort of really smart logic behind it, right? Mm-hmm. The census mm-hmm. people have been doing this for, you know, decades. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so- I would say centuries. Ah, almost two centuries. <laughs> anyway, so it asked me, where was I living on April 1st? So I'm gonna say a US state or the District of Columbia, because this is fact, I was living in Arizona. You live in the continental U.S.? Yeah, the continental United oh, States. And so, so y'all are not going to get to see my nifty little address, but I put in my address. I see it. I see it, guys. Yeah, we're in, you're in the room with me. You're in my house. Oh, I know where you live. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you know where I live. It's a the, fucking curse. <laughs> the scent is coming from your house. Okay, so next. Filled in my lovely little address. It confirms it for me. Mm. That is my address, as a fact. Ah. And look, cool. I fill out my name. All right, cool. So we're uh, we're both gonna start filling out our census now. Me by paper, her by uh, digital. Yeah, join the digital age, you luddite. I do digital for a living. I don't want to do it for fun. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I, I guess filling out my census is what I call fun. So, uh, including yourself, how many people were living or staying with you at your address on April first? You guys are getting a little, uh, you know, sneak peek into the life of Xenia. So the, all of our information is completely confidential. N- oh, the kittens, no. They actually are in a lovely little foster home. The kittens do not count. They were not here on April 1st because they were born apple- after April well, 1st. Well, you were fostering them, right? Now they've moved to a new foster yeah, home? Yeah, it was a temporary situation. Uh, I was not equipped to be a, mo- a cat mom. I'm more of a dog person. Uh, not that I hate, not that I, I really did try. Like not every dog person can convert to cats. No, it's a fact. They were cute. I nurtured them for as long as I could, but, uh, you know, the scratches were not agreeing with me. So anyway, they're at a foster home now. They're up for adoption. We can do a plug for that later. Yeah. So um, they don't qualify for question two either. No. Were there any additional people staying here on April 1st? Um, that as adorable as cats are, they're one. not people. Yeah, they're just not people. I mean, no offense. So it does ask us to list the names of the people that were living in the home, right? You guys are not going to see all of my information, um, but you have to put in all of your information for your people. And all of our names are completely confidential. Like it goes into basically a black hole that is the census department. They anonymize it. um, And then just put out number statistics percentages yeah. dude question three has a has a like the question is is this house apartment or mobile home um owned by you uh owned by you or someone in the household rented or occupied without payment of rent like who are those people that don't have to pay rent like i want to know i want that situation i don't know i'm not going to speculate on other people's living situations right i'm hey, just going to speak to my own i don't hate anybody that gets that mommy daddy free rent you know, I wish I could do that. It's not an option for me. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's that would be the life. But I'm not hating on them. You know, you got that situation. Good for you. Good on you. Good for your parents. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hey guys, mm-hmm, so here mm-hmm. behind the scenes, we do have a question coming in, and that is, 
um, for the for the questions about the people living in your house, there is a lot of people uh, that are worried about maybe undocumented people staying with them if they're going to be outed or if they're going to count, should they be counted at all? Uh, what is your take on this or, or what is the official rule? There is no citizenship question on the census. And everybody that lives in your house should be counted toward the census because uh, it says uh, clearly says... Uh, were there any additional people or in the first question, how many people and they're people that is a fact. <laughs> and remember kids count too. So that means anybody from one day to 18 years old, they have to be counted along with the adults in the household. Uh, does that include like kids inside of bellies? Uh, if they were born after April 1st, I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess. Yes. Uh, that's Do you and a really- Danny have an announcement you'd like to make? Then? Oh no! I have a pharmaceutical <laughs> company to talk to. If that were the case, for all of you, for all of you that don't know, uh, Danny and Tanya are married. Oh yeah! Hi, five years strong, y'all. I feel like you should. Anyway, whatever. I am not Beyonce. I am not Beyonce. Um. So anyway, kids count. Kids count your count. kids, kids one uh, one day to eighteen years old on April first. If they were if they were born ap- after April first, I mean, I don't think they kind of. I don't think they like. Or if you're like me, included. my mom still says I'm a kid, Throw and I'm like anyway. almost forty. So, uh, you know, like, yeah. let's get money for our preschools, y'all. The point is, kids count. Kids count. All right. Enter name of enrolled or principal tribe. I answered the first couple questions. Doing good. Haven't stumped me yet. I always get tripped up at the ethnicity question, right? Like, if a person asks you what, if you're of Hispanic origin, which I am, right? I'm Latina, Latinx, Chicanx, whatever the hell we're calling ourselves nowadays. Um, But we get to the race question, and, like, it's complicated, right? Like, we historically... There's a long, there's a long history in Arizona. It's like, I don't know. I could talk about this forever, but like Lulac back in the day was trying to push for uh, Latinos to be counted or Mexicans really specifically Mexicans to be counted as uh, white because, you know, privileges, racism, all that crap. Uh, I am kind of part white because, you know, Spanish colonization of Mexico, Mm -hmm. right? You know, from now on calling you white. No, don't call me white. Don't call me white. It represents everything I hate. Yeah. Okay. So an important thing to know about filling out your census is that whoever the first person you put down um, in question five is whatever their ethnicity is, is going to be what the household is. So if you have five people of latinx descent and then you have one white person and you put the white person first or if you're that white person they're going to count the whole household as a white household right so if you want to you know make the household representative of you know who lives there of your values and of what you want to see reflected in your community have the first person you list be the ethnicity that you want your household to be deemed as right so like if you want in my household, all three of us are Latinos, so it's not an issue. So I'm going to put myself down first because we're all Latinos. So, you know, it doesn't matter. And I'm seeing here that we're getting to the people questions. And as soon as you start filling out the information for the next set of people, so person two, person three, person four, um, it asks you, 
in relation to person one, so the first person to put their name on the census, what is their relationship? So we have nifty options here like opposite sex, husband, wife, spouse, opposite sex, unmarried partner, same sex, husband, wife, spouse, same sex, unmarried par- partner, biological son or daughter, adopted son or daughter, stepson, brother, sister, father, mother, grandchild, parent-in-law, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they want, they want to know who's related to who and how. Yeah. So... If you guys see here, it asks for it asks for my name and my birthday. I'm 39 and I was born on January 25th. If any of you want to buy me birthday gifts. Oh, question eight. Is person one of Hispanic, Latino, or Spanish origin? Yes. Ooh, I love it. It lists Chicano. Yeah, I like that too. My people. Oh my God! Census census categories like are a political thing, right? Yeah. Like since the beginning of the census, like the way the way that we refer that the government refers to us, like kind of, I mean, it becomes a way for us to identify ourselves, right? Right. I mean, how it was the the original um, reason for that was um, that England didn't want to count any non English people in census. Uh, accounts. So the United States made it so that people from any uh, country of origin would be counted. And so that's still our tradition today. Anyone from any country of origin is still counted in our census count. Okay, Danny. So uh, I got into your question. So um, what do you consider yourselves as far as ethnicity and race goes? Um, Latino. Okay. Um, The questions are white, Black or African-American, American Indian or Alaska Native, Chinese, Filipino, Asian Indian, Vietnamese, Korean, Japanese, other Asian, Native Hawaiian, Samoan, Chamorro, uh, other Pacific Islander, some other race. Dude, I was tripping on Chamorro too. Samoan. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me, right? I am one half of the Samoan brothers. So. <laughs> Samoan. Samoan. Someone. You'd blend right in if you ever visited the island of Samoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plan to. Hi. Okay, so what do you want to put put for that? Well, what is it? Is it Latino or is it Hispanic? Well, Hispanic. Ma- Mexican? So in question eight, you can answer that. But in question two, it seems like they want us to answer white. But I don't know if I want to answer white. I didn't answer white. I honestly. Did you put some other race? Yeah, I put some other race, and then I put and then like I freeformed the answer, and I said, um, yeah. I mean, I have more characters to type with, right? So I put Uh um, mixed uh, European, indigenous, European, Spanish, and indigenous Mexican. Spanish is European. Yeah, but like in parentheses, I put Spanish instead of like English or. Italian or whatever. I am of Latin European descent and uh, indigenous Arizonan descent. Yeah. Does that fit in the 10 boxes that you have there? No, it doesn't. You can put mestizo. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Spanish colonialism, for giving us the word mestizo. How do you spell mestizo? M-E-S-T-I-T-I-Z-O. Z-O. Mestizo. So some census worker is going to have to decipher that at some point. No, that was supposed to be like that that Sesame Street moment. Ah, 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 ah. Mestizo. This week's episode brought to you by Mestizos Everywhere. Well, Mestizos in this room at the very least. So uh, at my house. 
Is Daniel Orona of Hispanic, Latino, or Spanish origin? So it says, yes, Mexican-American, Chicano, yes, Puerto Rican, yes, Cuban, yes, another Hispanic, Latino, or Spanish origin. Was there a Mexican in there? Yeah, there is a Mexican in there. So why don't you put that? I put that, but there's also a separate question for race. Race is what, Latino? No, Latino is also an ethnicity. Alright, then what are the options? So are you giving me the stuff without giving me options? No. Race is the race is uh, uh, the options for race are white, black or African American, American Indian or Alaska Native, Chinese, Filipino, Asian Indian, Vietnamese, Korean, Japanese, other Asian, Native Hawaiian, Samoan, Chamorro. What is Chamorro? I have no idea. I'm gonna have to look this up. What the is Chamorro? Chamorro yeah. is the muscle behind your shin bone. <laughs> no, it's, it, it literally, literally is. It literally it's is. Spanish. It's, it's, it's the calf. Yeah. A member so of the indigenous the people of the Mariana Islands, including Guam. Okay. okay. My, my microphone was off. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, final questions. We would like to make sure everyone is only counted once some people live or stay in more than one place for example with a parent grandparent etc on business seasonal second residence jail or prison etc 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 do any of the following people usually live or stay somewhere else other than our address none of the above you are almost finished and are now ready to send your responses once your questionnaire is submitted, you will not be able to access your information or change any of your responses. After you submit your responses and are shown the confirmation page, you may close the web browser. You must select submit to complete your questionnaire. Would you like to send your responses now? Dun, 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 dun. How are you going to answer, Sonia? Thank you for completing the 2020 census questionnaire for this address on this date. If you receive other mail from the Census Bureau about the 2020 census in the next few days, please throw it the hell away. If that mail that may have been did? sent out before today. Isn't that what you did with all the other mail? Shh. Yeah, that is what I did with all the other mail. Sorry, Census Bureau. I kept it all, Census Bureau. Keep sending more. Okay, so, you know, got my confirmation. That was pretty quick and easy and painless. You know, just, you know contemplating my racial outlook on life which is complicated for mexican americans but that's a whole other story uh save or print this screen which i will do now well i feel out as much as i can i don't know uh my roommate's birthdays so i'm gonna have to wait to keep filling it out but you know you get it i think when i'm done i take this i where did my envelope go someone keeps moving it i kept putting it back and someone kept moving it all right, so I take this. Don't move my envelope, Sonia. Hmm? Don't move my envelope. Dun, 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 Don't dun. play. Why are you playing? Dun. All right. So once you have it filled out, right? Once you have it filled out, place it uh, firmly in the envelope. Gently in the envelope. You don't need to be so firm with it. It's just an envelope. It's and, gotta go in. And you only got one. You can't like, you know, lick it. I don't want to lick it. I want to use like, like get a little sponge or something, you know? Yeah. Social distancing. Yeah. And the time where you're not supposed to touch your face, I doubt you're supposed to lick an envelope. Mm. Noted. I just, I just want to acknowledge right now that it took 
probably over 10 years and over $100,000 of education for two people to put one thing in one envelope. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, two ASU degrees worth of uh, effort that you just saw right there. Public service announcement. Do not take medicine that wasn't approved to fight coronavirus. And when you're doing your dishes, uh, count to 20, just like your hand. Bacteria takes the same amount of time to kill with soap, no matter what you're washing. Uh, That sounds like there's a story there. That's another podcast. Yeah. Wash your hands, cover your face, and when possible, stay stay home. home. We've Got Issues is a Fuerte Network production. Thank you to Progress Now Arizona, Living United for Change in Arizona, Went the Human Rights Movement, One Arizona, Obvious, and everyone who sat for interviews for the Resilience in the Desert Project. We've Got Issues was written by our friends at Progress Now, with collaboration by Dom and Senya. Sound and video production by Danny Arona and Sun Digital. Theme music and video editing by me, Dominic Medina. Uh, snail mail disposal by Senya Arona. <laughs> Special thanks to everyone fighting for Arizona. See you next time. Bye.